All right, so uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We here at another episode. This is episode six. Yeah, six. Nigga, who care about the number, bro? I didn't come here to do math. Well, I was just, you know, I mean, that's part of the introduction. With you. Just I'm shit on my you. lord. I'm a episode one hundred and thousand. No. <laughs> I don't want to do but, that many, uh, nigga. I'm gonna be. As y'all see, I'm behind the switcher. I might be fucking up this episode, but uh, yeah, just bear with me. We getting it in. Right, he got to do math, nigga. Camera is, one, two, three, four, nigga. Hey, check my camera. All right. Yeah, there you go. Make sure it's on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Johnny at four. We got Nas at three. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, at two. Boom. I must oh. put up four. I was like, uh, uh, what's your numbers? What's your numbers? What's your number? Uh, uh, Remember that in like an elementary, you're like, all right, one, and you popcorn your number. <laughs> Seven. No, nigga. It's not it. Shit. But yeah, man, how we feeling? I'm feeling great. Oh, yeah. Great. Because August 26th, Whew. I'll be at Union Hall with y'all. Yes, sir. Speak on it. Speak y'all on had it. had to be here. Y'all had to be here. And uh, somebody from Union Hall hit me up today with a cool little update. Oh, shit. Yeah. What's the update? Half the tickets are gone. Hey. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Half the tickets are gone. Half the tickets are gone. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're tomorrow. It's a week out. So, like, when this comes out, you only have four days to get Better the early tickets. Up. Better get that ticket. So, save you. Hey, you're going to save $5 by getting a ticket early, and you get to see my special early. And so, yeah, half the tickets are gone. I was, like, I was just very, I love y'all in New York. I was blown away when they are like, yo, half the tickets already gone. And so, like. That's love. And so, you know, we, when that kind of energy is already put towards you before you come there, I already know what we're going to come come with when it's we gonna get on stage. It's going to be dope. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be one for the books. So, Definitely. I'm just, I'm excited, New York, and I really appreciate y'all always supporting us and everything. August 26th, Union Hall, 10 o'clock, Friday night. We going crazy. So. Man, grab we, those tickets. Cheers to New York. Going Cheers, crazy. Cheers to Brooklyn. It in. Cheers. If you haven't yeah. got tickets yet, the second half goes quick. Mm-hmm. We know from experience. So if you didn't it get really them does. yet, it's about to sell out. I mean, yeah. Once it gets past the half, it's like, grab that shit. Right. Because I'm going to post this tomorrow as like a little TikTok. And then, you know, that way everybody will know half the tickets is gone. So. See? Ah, see in the mind you gotta know by the time this comes out three-fourths of the tickets will be gone right it's gonna sell out it's gonna be sold out oh it's gonna be sold out it's gonna be sold out before we touch down you think so oh yeah yeah i do i do yeah i get there on tuesday so maybe not before i touch down Nah, that's the I'm thing. They're going to hear you in town and be like, nigga, you get your ticket yet? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's All real. Right, it's real. All right, we'll buy it. I saw that nigga at the bodega. <laughs> <sighs> Yo, in the weird way, I was just about to say this. You think there's more people who've seen you perform in New York as opposed to L.A.? Um, No, I've done bigger shows in New York than I've done out here. I mean, I guess that's kind of a weird question. Not seeing you perform, but it's like you maybe have... What is called a comedy audience? Yeah, I have a bigger yeah. audience. I have a bigger audience in New York City than I do here. Right, which is right. why we did Basement Fest in New York as a test first yeah. before we're doing it in LA. So get your Basement Fest tickets. Yes, we about to get the promo going for that really soon. You know, it's LA, so it's no point in like promoting anything more than a month before. Uh, so like next week when we get back from New York, the promotion for Basement Fest will be really getting going, pushing. But we've got some really big guests locked in. Hell we got yeah. some really blah, blah, dope blah. stuff planned. We're working on some other surprises for Basement Fest, but go ahead and get your tickets now. So that way, when it in next month in September, you're not going. And if you're in LA, 
you're not gonna be feeling like oh shit i should have got my shit you know yep. but yeah you got six shows to choose from they all amazing all amazing I'm host. I'm hosting the first two on Thursday night. Those will be my showcases. Both lineups curated by me. Then Friday we got uh, this week sucks tonight with Mike and Anwar. Yep. Just a great That's show. That's gonna be Such crazy. It's too, nothing man. like it's unlike anything you've ever so been to. Like, and then we'll be headlining that night. Y'all had to be here. It'll be the first ever y'all had to be here show on a festival. I'm performing twice that night. I know. That's crazy. That's gonna be crazy. <laughs> and then Saturday we'll have Scoopty Boopty, oh, which yeah. is an LA staple. LA staple. If you don't know about Scoopty Boopty, yeah, uh, it's where I filmed yep. my first special in a house. Yeah. Uh, so they'll be doing a basement doing, fest show. Uh, Scoopty Boopty yep. this, this weekend tomorrow. Saturday, tomorrow, yeah. 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 Oh, hell yeah. I'm gonna try to make Saturday. it up. Yeah. It's such a fun show. And then put on a really good shit. And then uh, Saturday night to close out the festival, the last show. I'm taping my third special. So. Eee. Basement first. Yeah, just tape. Right. I just taped one in July, but I'm about to tape another one. Hey, uh, nah, let them know. We need more sounds. Man, we gotta around. get some sounds in this bitch. You gotta get some sound effects. Burr, 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 burr. Right. More than just Niles Not opening up the can of beer. <laughs> 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 Bro, you know it was such a cool moment when it was like a couple months after Basement Fest. I went out to New York, and Niles is living there at this point, and I, we meet up and we do a show. We're not. We're not even on the show at first. We end up getting to go oh, up. But we were we literally just, going. To we hang. just go to watch out and hang out, right? And this comic on the show is introduced, and the guy's like, "You saw this guy at Basement Fest," <laughs> and the audience is like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and me and I was looking at each other like, "Bro, this shit That's is crazy. real, bro." Yeah. It was crazy. And it was like, crazy. and it wasn't for one of us going. It was it for wasn't another one comic of, yeah, on the show. It was a show. different comic, like a New York. And it's like, New York that was that nigga's like, credit. Oh, no, that's crazy. Like and people, yeah. people they were, using they something and like we we did as a credit, bro. Like that shit is mind blowing. It's just like it's just fun. Like it's a testament to just like <laughs> believe in what you do. Believe in what you do. All the sacrifice. <laughs> I know you. Took a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. I think this nigga did the most when oh, he fell bro. down. This oh my shit. god! Oh man! How oh my gosh! I almost that? bust my whole shit. I still got residual <laughs> effects from that. Yeah, shit. It's, it's a piece of Marcus still in Brooklyn. Bro, <laughs> I think it's my L three, my T five, yeah. my C four. Bro, all that shit is back in that goddamn <laughs> basement in Brooklyn, man. Slipped and fell down the. It's stairs. nothing like because it was a combo. That what made it worse. It was the combo fucking hit concussion bro because it was like not only because i'm running down the stairs the speed that niggas run downstairs you yeah. don't never just walk down he was right behind me bro so i'm running down the stairs and i hit my head on the roof of the fucking ceiling the top of the stairs <laughs> and then that shit took me out so i hit my head on the stairs oh coming down God. and it was just like nigga and then <laughs> but yeah we going back man we going back <laughs> I was on stage, so if you was halfway <laughs> up from there to the front, you didn't hear because you was laughing too hard. Bruh. So you didn't hear Marcus just hit the shit because I didn't find out about it till after I got down. I was like, dog, during the during your set, Marcus hit his head. Uh, I'm like, yeah, what? You, I was running to the stage to bring up y'all the bottle for Kate, and yeah. I heard boom, and I heard people go Sheesh. ooh, and I was like, uh, oh yeah, nigga, somebody nigga. Fair, nigga. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> All I heard was, man, the next person who walked out of that tunnel got fucked up. <laughs> 
Nigga, I'm coming out the door like, ah, uh, shit. <laughs> hey, that'd be funny if somebody else was like, oh, yeah, you that nigga that fell at baseball fans. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my career. Yeah. Like, nigga, I performed too. <laughs> right. No, I saw you fall, though, nigga. <laughs> this next comment coming to the stage. Right now, I wiped out at basement first. I had a good set the night before. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. God damn it. Oh, shit. Man. <laughs> basement fest was fun, bro. Like, so fun. And I, that's why, like, I really want everybody in L.A. to come support it and be a part of it. Because, like, everybody's, like, in Brooklyn, everybody said, like, those three nights, like, didn't feel real. It changed like, my life. It changed, like, no, my life has not been the same yeah. since. Yeah, okay. like, Nothing was the same. That's yeah, real. Like, like, mentally, spiritually, like, fucking yeah. work ethic-wise, like, material-wise, like, yeah. it was just, like. It was legit. It was a recharge. For it sure. was an all-star weekend. It was. For really stand-up. Like, and that shit, you know how, like, the NBA all-star game, like, the first couple quarters, they just kind of, like, fucking around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they kind of start getting competitive. Mm-hmm. And then you just, like, you see the you see the shine. Like, I feel like it was kind of, like, competitive, like, through the whole way. Oh, you yeah. Know? Niggas was slapping was, the floor from the first game. Hell, yeah. Niggas. Yes. Getting off stage, like, yeah, nigga, I just yeah. did that. But it was just... It was all fun though. It's like yeah. if if to me it felt like I kept calling it the goddamn comedy Olympics, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's what exactly what it felt. It felt like a mix between the Olympics, but also like a reunion. Yeah. You know, it was like a brother sisterhood yeah. of comedy of everyone it's coming your together. Cousin, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. LA, you know, your, they live out of state. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's your kinfolk, you know, over here. Yeah, I was in awe of people up, up from up there, man. Like, you know, some of the, the New York comics. Everybody can everybody. Wow. Everybody who came, bro, through like the was New York phenomenal. comics that came through, like Anthony Moore came through, Jay Jordan, Shalewa Sharp. Yeah. I mean Courtney B. Just like, yeah, list is endless, bro. They, yeah, they really did their thing, and I was just, I was, I was just grateful that like y'all all came up there and just killed it like you did. You made me look good, nigga. We was deep in there. It was like, oh, y'all came from L.A. Yeah, yep. like, <laughs> yeah, that shit was, we cool. was deep, bro. We, it was like twenty of us at yeah. least. Yeah. It wasn't hard because we've been doing it for so long, you know. Yeah. It's so organic, so exactly. Like, yeah, it's cool too to get flowers from other comics, right? From in New York, and then also too like to see them go up and kill, mm, and like, kill it, and bro. you know, it wasn't on no no dick ride and shit. It was yeah. on some like nah, right. yeah, off like, the strength of their ability kills. and just yeah. their you know love for comedy. That's what's bringing us together, really. Right. It's mm-hmm. just like God damn, and just because like there's just certain people like. Like I listen, I've been listening to Nori Davis's comedy albums for years. I, yep, yeah, I started listening to him before. I was listening to him like before the year be, before I did comedy, man. Oh yeah, I was and listening to him in college. This nigga's hilarious. Then, nigga did our festival, bro. Like that shit is crazy. So yeah, it's just the memories we, you know, the memories we made in New York is just so cool. And then just like now that we're gonna do it again, and I'm really excited. I got some really cool surprises. For y'all that I can't talk about, we got we got more music integrated into oh, this yeah. into this one in L.A. Oh, yeah. That was and that's the thing. It's like if you're coming to L.A. Basement Fest, you're coming to the improved model because mm-hmm. I've already done one. Mm-hmm. So that's I mm-hmm. see so yeah, it. So I know what I wit because like it was a great time, but I saw some things like okay, we can do this better, and I can throw this in and do this. Yeah. So now you're coming to the one after I've this is the punched up version so. yeah it's like when you eat food the next day that season is settled exactly. and we're like oh right. this shit's smacking exactly. now yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be dope that's <laughs> especially too like you know like doing something so big and like dope in LA and also having control over it yeah like that's that and like, that's 
while I'm kind of freaking out, I was like, yo, we got, I got like 700 tickets I got to sell. Yeah, we're going to sell. Over three nights. Hell yeah, man. So, that shit going to get done. It's just yeah, like, yeah. I was, because I was up late last night, like, nigga, if this flop, you're going to look stupid. But <laughs> so, well, you went through that the first time. I did. And, and it looked look what happened. It was great. So it's just nah, like, oh, that shit, so. it's, a, it's some stress on me, but I know it's going to be worth it. And I know everybody's going to kill it and have a good time. So we're going we're gonna to do it. And I was just like, you know what? Technically, that's like 200 people bringing three friends. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. We can do that, LA. Oh, yeah. That shit going to change people's lives. Basement Fest, LA. Can't wait. September 22nd through the 24th. Bro, you know what was so dope? Like, we say how everybody really killed it. We've talked about it before. Like, sometimes you'll be in a show, and if someone bombs in a show, it's, it's weird sometimes. It's a, like, you don't want people to look them in the eye, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Mm-hmm. If, when you're on a show where everybody kills, it's yeah. like such a nice experience. Mm-hmm. If you're on a fucking festival, six shows in a row, and every single person kills, like, yeah. there's just so much love and respect. Like, every person, you're like, oh, yep. it's almost like, all right, someone's got to fuck up eventually. Exactly. Like, no, 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 no. Everyone here is a beast. Yeah. Like, it was just like, wow. It ruined festivals for me. <laughs> it really did. Because I, I was like, uh. I mean, yes, yeah. there there was a couple festivals. Not gonna say, but they asked if I would audition, and I was just kind of like, I'm not auditioning. Audition? <laughs> I throw my own. I throw my own. And I'm own not paying right. either. No. So if you want me to come do your festival, you'll fly me out. Yeah, you should. Me. You should be flying me out. Yeah. For real, yeah. my, the first festival I was on did not charge me money to audition for that. I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe that shit is weird as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's what it should be. Yeah. There's no there's no submission process for Basement Fest. It's curated. It's curated. And so uh, that's what sets it apart. I can't wait to see you guys there. That shit gonna be banging. Yes. That shit is gonna be legendary. Hey, did y'all see where um Trump hired Gucci Mane's lawyer? Hell no, no, no he didn't. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Are you Shut serious? The fuck I didn't know that. He has a case pending in Georgia. And so he said, I, he was like, wait, I know a nigga that give crimes, that get people off for crimes in Georgia. Well, better call Saul type nigga. Right. He got Gucci Mane lawyer, nigga. <laughs> That's wild. Watch Trump going fucking Gucci around and drop got, a mixtape. That's what I said. I said, he definitely putting a mixtape out now. He got Gucci Mane lawyer. Shit. Build that wall. Oh, yeah. Build it. Build it. Build <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! Nah. Hell no! Nah. He already got so many like hooks ready to go. Oh my god! And it it wouldn't even be that hard too. He'd be like, your lawyer up. already signed off on it. Lock like, her up. What about the emails? Lock her up. Like she, he, he got hooks ready to go. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh god damn it! You know I ain't shit because I bumped that shit. <laughs> I played. I played one time in my truck. Like, okay, this shit do slap, nigga. <laughs> Got a Soldier Boy feature on it and shit. That's how Trump gonna get the black vote. See, we laughing about it. That's exactly <laughs> how it's going. He's like, "Hey, I didn't fuck with it. You heard that shit, Bill? <laughs> that the wall? Okay. I ain't say what the wall where. I'm just saying, Bill. I like right. building wall. <laughs> didn't say where. I, you gotta say boundaries. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be justifying the it's a beats. metaphor. It's a metaphor. The beats be hitting so hard. I'm they be justifying the politics. <laughs> who, who you think would do a feature on a Trump mixtape? Oh, that's a horrible question. We got six nine for sure. Six nine, six nine. Yeah. Kid Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. But who in like hip hop? Kanye. Who would sell out? Kanye. Oh yeah, Kanye. Kanye, Kanye would do a feature. Uh, yeah, he might change it. I don't know. The verse might be different, but yeah, I think he would. Unfortunately, the beat might slap. You know, Kanye will fuck around and record the track, and then like 
hang out with with uh, Trump and then get mad at him and be like, no, nope, we ain't gonna. We're not doing it no more. <laughs> I'm mad at you, nigga. We, we ain't doing this shit no more. <laughs> I feel you fuck with Pete Davidson. We're not making music anymore. Hell no, you ain't Donald. like my Pete Davidson joke. <laughs> Donald. Oh, um, Kodak Black for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, you hit these niggas <laughs> like <laughs> right. these niggas off me like hmm. <laughs> he would be on that shit. Go there, but I feel like Fifty Cent would do a feature on a Trump mixtape just to troll everybody. Yeah, yeah oh, just to troll because yeah. he don't give a fuck. Wow, and those don't. are two good trolls coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, on one track, Trump in the club, in the club remix. <laughs> shit, we crazy. Yeah, honestly, if Trump paid me shit five hundred thousand, write him a verse. I write that shit. <laughs> Oh, I, I would ghostwrite Trump's verse for that for the bag. <laughs> you can't put my name on that shit. Yeah, don't put my name on that shit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, fuck that. I write your verse, nigga. Fuck it. <laughs> Give me this money. So you say you're running for presidency again, huh? huh? <laughs> All right, I, I'll go ahead. What's what's your what's your slogan? Huh? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll make a verse for you. Oh my god. <laughs> I wrote nigga down, but you'd better not say that. That was me. My bad. Just you know, uh, that was in the, that's in the demo. That ain't in the. Then, then what? What comedians would he get on to do the skits? Oh well, there's plenty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris D'Elia gonna be on there. <laughs> there's plenty, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Nigga, man, it's just like you say, like those kind of people, and then you pop up. What the fuck? Why is these doing a skit on this? Why? <laughs> what happened to Aziz? What happened man? to Aziz, yeah. man? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, our uh, our guy David Lucas is gonna be doing. <laughs> man, Sheesh. talking about black people he in the streets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, that's gonna be the cold part because. It's gonna be it's gonna be the people that you expect, and then it's gonna be the people that you don't expect. You like, oh my, oh, oh my god, oh my god, that's real. Oh my god, that, yeah. you swear, man. It's gonna be- How the fuck he get Martin Lawrence on this shit? What happened there? What happened? Oh my god! Every single comedian over forty is like, right, fuck, I'll do it. Oh nigga, shit, I need this work, nigga. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe gonna do it. Oh shit! Joe Rogan gonna be on there like uh, yeah. upside down on his on his hand, on his uh, his fingertips and shit. Well, yeah, he gonna be on Joe Rogan promoting the mixtape. For real, <laughs> doing upside down pushups and shit. I don't want to see what happens when Trump. See, the only way Chappelle that this shit won't go nowhere, you gotta have Brandon Schraub open it up, <laughs> and then no one will listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, if I listen to an album and Brendan Shaw come on an intro automatic, I'm turning that bitch off. In fact, I'm canceling my subscription. (laughs) Why would you even suggest this bullshit to me? If Brendan Shaw come up on my phone at all, I'm throwing that bitch out the window. I don't even need this Spotify account, nigga. You know, I've been with y'all for 10 years, nigga. Not no more. That's the shit Kanye would do. He sample Brendan Shaw on his next album. You're like, Kanye, come on. It's getting old. He's such a troll. Oh, yeah. I think he's got good comedy. I don't know. Hell, oh, I think my chest hurt. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! God damn, y'all stupid. 
We just entered the world of podcast wars. We really did. Is that that's what you would call a podcast diss track? Comedy is so lame. Niggas be beefing and they got podcasts. That shit is so, nigga. I'm not gonna beef with you. We both make free media. Right. <laughs> For real. We make free media just talking into a microphone. For real. We don't even get health insurance from this shit. <laughs> Right. I'm right. not fighting a nigga over some shit I don't get health insurance from. What, what I'm gonna said? do if you fucking actually hurt me, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Hell now, no. I got a dog in the uh, house, nigga. Well, you remember what I said last week, remember, <laughs> man? Uh... <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's got to dive into it. Support the podcast. Uh, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Buy some Share. merch. Buy some merch. Yeah. Hit us on them five stars, man. Um, mm-hmm. On the on the podcast apps. That shit that shit boosted in the little algorithm. It does. It does. Don't yeah. you want other cause here's my thing. When people find like an independent artist that they like, I don't get why they like gatekeep that person. Don't you want more people to enjoy this thing that you laugh or enjoy and vibe and shit like that? Like yeah. post that shit, man. Tell people send niggas the link, man. Send your baby mama, your enemy that link, bro. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because people, because because look, if more people know about something that you like, that increases the li- the live like the increases the chances of that person coming to like your city and shit like that mm-hmm. yeah. or your area or whatever. Yeah. So That's the more true. popular we get, we can come to your we can come to your crib. Yeah, you can weed your friends out too. You can see who like, relate uh, with you on shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you see which one of your friends has bad taste if they don't like our show. Yeah, facts. Here's some shit we talking about. Like I don't like them. Like, then you realize, I don't need you in my motherfucking life, nigga. You lame as fuck. <laughs> you don't fuck with y'all had to be here. We over, nigga. <laughs> Somebody just broke up in the car listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I dropped the bitch off at the bus stop. Fuck that. <laughs> Want to play with me? Shit. Drop the rock and turn y'all up. <laughs> y'all to be the fuck out of my life. <laughs> Say you won't be here. Shit. That's, that's, <laughs> we know who won't. <laughs> you know who won't be. Hey, she ain't gonna make it to rush hour three. <laughs> shit. Oh god damn. That <laughs> Yeah, I, I wonder if it's like cause you know, we didn't really have podcasts when we were kids or in high school and shit. Right. We'd be like, Oh, you saw the game last night or oh, you see that episode of this show? I mean, I I can only imagine the kids today are literally like did you see what Joe said last night? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, did you see what Joe said? It's like, yeah. Now nah, that's like people younger and younger are listening to the podcast. Yeah. Somebody got to be listening to this shit. When did he say it? He I said it in 22 minutes and 47 seconds. Go back. Watch. Right there. Back to there. Watch. Back. That's where he said it. That's where he said it. Start right there. <laughs> shit is hilarious. And it probably becomes like to a point where we, we've had so much conversation that we've, you know, we've gotten through where. We probably won't even remember half the shit that we've said. No. And then people come up to us like, yo, I remember episode four when you talked about the leprechauns and the Winnie the Pooh. You're like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh seven years ago. <laughs> Still don't remember that shit. I, I immediately forget about everything I say on this mm-hmm. as soon as this shit is over. <laughs> yeah. People like, oh, what'd you talk about? I don't know. I gotta uh-huh. watch this shit again. Yeah. People <laughs> always ask me, like, oh, y'all just got done recording what y'all talk about. Like, watch it, nigga. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the summary. The summary of an hour and a half. Like, hell no, this Damn. ain't a day of school. Nigga, say my first day of school. 
How was your first day? Oh, man, there's hella bitches at school. <laughs> Second period, man, hella bitches. Third period, hey. hella bitches. Hey, that is how the first day of school be, too. I was fresh like, as fuck, too. You got, you got Miss Langston? It's hoes in Miss Langston. Yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, trying to switch classes right now. Yeah, huh? <laughs> they say they got a couple more spots. I saw some empty chairs. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a couple spots. You can talk to your counselor. You can get. <laughs> you can talk to the counselor. <laughs> so you can change your class. Yeah, see if you can get switched. You know what I'm saying? Now you're in physics 101. Hey, like, fuck. Hey, and then you walk. This. You walk into the period with all the hoes in there. Trying to get past you to give it a slip. I was wondering if you had any yeah. extra room in the class. <laughs> you looking over it. Oh, yeah, he right. It is. And, and you see like, your boy in the back. <laughs> like, they'll be like, Marcus, you took this class last year. You can't be in here. <laughs> How many times are you going to take home act, Marcus? <laughs> you can't take home act two years in a row, nigga. Get out of here with your creepy ass. <laughs> Why you want to take this class? <laughs> Cause she in here. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Bro, I remember I, at uh, one point I started doing like the play in high school because I wanted. I realized I wanted to be an actor, and all my friends after a year were like, "Bro, you're a genius." I'm like, "What?" Like we all figured it out. You joined the play because all the they're all the girls and all the guys are gay, and you're the only one. I'm oh like, my "Yeah, God. yeah, that's why I joined the play." Really? You got me. You was on your high school music. I don't have shit. any talent. I was just. I really was though. I quit basketball to do a musical for a girl. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> Troy Bolton. You was Troy Bolton in your high Johnny. school. <laughs> I'll admit that right away. This nigga, nigga was, was a hitting class. the game winner all I was, I season. Hit game winning threes. And then the moment that he had a chance to kiss this girl and some goddamn Shakespeare shit, this nigga left the team. Now that's a guy. You, nigga, you the airbud of your own goddamn squad. <laughs> For real. <laughs> airbud left to a dog competition. Troy Bolton. Fuck running lines. I'm about to remember these lines. Fuck that. <laughs> and my dad literally gave me this speech of like, I just want you to know, like, I support this if it's real, but like, Tell me the truth. Damn. Do you really want to stop playing basketball? Are you doing this for a girl? And I was like, Dad, I'm never going to be in the NBA, but I might be an actor one day. And he was like, okay, that's cool. And I was like, "I'm also, there's a girl. He's like, God damn, God damn it. it. Do both. Do nigga. both. Yeah. I did damn. both in, for a minute. And then I was like, all right. Yo, Disney Channel movie. Be a good player. <laughs> Disney Channel. Johnny Mac, the Mac. <laughs> right. That just moved called the Mac. The Mac the, is back. <laughs> the Mac, the musical. It's like Johnny in a white suit and yeah. shit with white shoes. Like, <laughs> oh, and then. No, no. He got his basketball shoes in his hands with oh, his active shoes on his feet. That's so, the tattoos and the basketball shoes. <laughs> in the trailer, you know, the nigga with the voice. Johnny Mac was a senior in high school. <laughs> he realized all the girls was in the play. So he stopped playing basketball. Is his dad approved? You'll never know. Check it out. 7 8 Central on Disney Channel. On Disney. And he do the drawing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a Disney movie. That shit used to drive me crazy. I'm like, how the fuck they draw that how shit? Doing it? I want one of those N ones. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> And then I, I I did I started like I would try to go to the tryout for the play in the in the tryout for the basketball at the same time and then one time they overlapped so I went to the play one and I came back to basketball the next day and the coach looked me dead in the eye I was like how was your ballet recital yesterday Damn. oh no and I was, like I was, I was that was the moment and I was like oh oh hell they don't nah. treat me like that over there in the theater hell no nah, they love me they Johnny. love me at the theater Johnny the baller <laughs> how I'm, I'm celebrating I'm, I'm celebrating man. <laughs> 
this nigga lying, bro. This is literally the premise to High School Musical. <laughs> literally, and then so- I dribbled my ball on rhythm, and I was like, get your head in the game. Get, right. you, get you, get you, get you, get you. That's literally the pre- that's the end scene. He doesn't. He got the he's got the state playoffs, the championship game, and the and the, the, the audition. That was me. And he had to, he's going to both, so they figure God out a way. Damn, are you Johnny. saying that uh, high life. school music? Are you are you saying Zac Efron stole on, your he's story? Based on, yeah. No, that happened in two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Johnny. <laughs> no, he stole Zac Efron <laughs> shit. <laughs> that nigga this saw nigga. that. He saw that shit on TV. It was like, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Johnny never played basketball or acted. He just having a memory. He just crossing up the. He watched the movie. <laughs> like reverse, reverse amnesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what happened to me? <laughs> yeah, I used to date Selena Gomez. I was yeah, a star. I was a star two guard at, the, at my or, school. I ever tell you a time uh, when I was uh, the biggest coke dealer in the game, and then uh, my brother came to me on the night of my daughter's wedding, <laughs> disrespecting. No, never told you that story. No, ever told the story where I had to? I was a tiger in a, in a Central Park Zoo, and we had to break out, and then we ended up in Madagascar. Never heard that one. Did I, did I tell y'all about that time? I got fired on my day off, and then my best friend is addicted to weed, smoked me out on the porch, and then we got caught up with these drug dealers that wanted to kill us. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, it happened all that. on a Friday. It happened. It was, it was on a Friday. It was just one Friday. I remember. Yeah, that. you got let go for stealing boxes. Yeah, yeah. Bro. <laughs> this shit happened another Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And the Friday after the and next. And then the Friday after the next. On Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas. Oh, Christmas. And then, me and my homie, we saw a dude get, we saw an Asian dude get killed, and we threw the joint on the ground and ran off, and it was the only weed that they knew, so they knew it was us that saw the crime, so we was just on the run for a little bit, man. It, we was called Pineapple Express. It was crazy. Hey. That's wild. Yeah, Shout out, man. Damn. Shout out to the old, the old days. Yeah, man, my life basically could be a movie. It could be a movie, man. Yeah, I got an Asian homeboy, man. We got into some crazy shit, man. Y'all was police? Yeah, we ate some noodles. I used to be a police officer. Man. Damn. We went to this noodle spot over here. And like, yeah. it's close, not not far from like uh, Echo Park, man. Shit was amazing. We went to Japan. Damn. Wow. Hella bitches in Japan. You racist. They don't go to Japan and rush out. <laughs> I know. I know. I was waiting I was you just to about up. to say so. I was like, Jackie Chan is Chinese. Oh, yeah, they went to China. I was like, Jackie Chan, they yeah. went to China. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Well, nigga, I went to Japan. Yeah. In the boot. And he was Japanese. He was Japanese, not Chinese. (laughs) This is my story, nigga. I was like, oh, is this is this lethal weapon? Is this another? I was like, what what buddy cop movie is this? (laughs) this, He's talking about about, uh This is like a week ago of an Uber driver. We started talking about rush hour for some reason. Uh, And like we talked about it for like ten minutes. And at the end he goes, Yeah, man. Fucking love Chris Rock. Hell no. Nah. I just sat there in silence like, God damn it. This was, We had a moment. I thought we had a moment. People really get Chris Rock and Chris Tucker mixed up. Yes, right. When I say people, not black people. Right, of <laughs> course. No, this man was white. Which is crazy. They don't look anything crazy. alike. They look nothing they alike. Nothing alike. But to be either. black is one thing, which is all it takes. Yeah. And then they but both to have the same, the same job. Oh, oh, Chris, the same <laughs> job in the same, same first job name. Nigga, name. Nigga, this, that that type of shit happened to me working at the bank. You know what I'm saying? Just two black dudes. One one time, this dude comes in and he like mistook me for my manager. My manager, he was like 33. I was like 22 at the time. This nigga's like 6'2", 215. <laughs> <laughs> he walked up to me. He was like, "Oh, hey, Rashad, Rashad," and I was like, 
Nigga, my name's Arthur. He was like, oh, shit, there's two of y'all here? I said, nigga, two of y'all? What? Bruh. I went to get my manager. I was like, if you don't come get this nigga. And he started laughing. He was he like, said, two of y'all? Yeah, bro. And he was a, it was a young white dude. He had to be in his early 20s. And I was like, yo, if you don't come get this dude, I'm going to whoop this motherfucker's ass. Yeah. My manager just was like, ah, I know. He was like, just, just, just stay back here. And I was like, yo. Fuck these motherfuckers! Uh, yeah, that's some weird. <laughs> it was hella weird, racist shit. I don't like it. And I, I do this joke I'm fucking with about like when black people do mistaken identity is different from when white people Way do different. it. Mm-hmm. When black people do it, it's like you know it's kind of done as an insult in a way to be funny. Mm-hmm. When white people do it, they do it in a way like they're they don't know, but they're like really curious. Like, bro, I mean, I was in the south and fucking around in South Carolina, and. Um, White people constantly at the time my hair was growing out. You look like Donald Glover. Are you look like and to be like so happy? Oh, you look like Donald Glover. Black people are like, look at this old Donald Glover looking motherfucker. You know, it's, a, it's a complete. That's why it's a roast. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Nah, yeah. they, bro. It's like every black dude with his hair grown out looks like Donald Glover to white people. Because when I was in Sacramento, um, I opened for Chaz, and I got all I killed myself. Get off stage. This white lady grabs my hand. I'm walking off stage. She goes, has anybody ever told you you look like Donald Glover? I look at her. I go, no, nobody's ever said that before. <laughs> and I walked off. I was like, are you stupid? Right. What is wrong with you? They want to associate with the people that they have in their tangible, the safe and space. I, and I've talked about that before. It's just like whenever a white person, if the only way you can have a conversation with a black person is by comparing them to, to another, another nigga you saw on TV. Person. Do not talk to me. Do not. I don't do that to white people. I don't walk up to old white men like, man, you look uh, like Bruce Willis. Right, uh, right, right. I made this meme of, of Whoopi That's Goldberg, funny. and the caption was, "When white people tell you about their white friend, their black friend that you didn't ask about." <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's when she got into it with the McCain daughter, and she was like, uh, "Okay." Because remember that happened to us in Denver. It happened to us in Denver. We were in the green room. The dude that was running the sound came back there and chilled with us, the old white man. And I was wondering, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I what was wondering saying? why he kept wanting to like talk to us because we yeah. just was chilling before the show. And he was like, he's like brought up his daughter. He's like, yeah, my, yeah. Da- my daughter's in L.A. I was like, okay. He's like, you know, she's a she's an actress. She's actress. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And he's like, yeah, she's uh she's in Black Hollywood. Yeah. And yep. we just kind of looked at him like, what? And he's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife's black. Well, yeah. <laughs> Remember that shit? Because yeah. when you black and you make it, there's no other Hollywood She's but black, black Hollywood. Hollywood. And I was just like, first of all. Why you need I to divulge this information and that so, you have a black wife? I have white friends. I don't go up to white people and be like, yeah, so I know a white guy. Like, yeah. That like, would be insane. So was, why do you do it to me? Insane. That shit was like, shut your old ass up and go push them buttons. They can give a fuck about That's your daughter. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. Make, make sure them mics work, nigga. Shut up. He showed us her Instagram and everything. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you serious? I missed that part. Yeah. You probably repressed it. Yeah, I probably did. But I, I don't. I remember you guys telling me about it after it happened. But I, I, I feel like I wasn't there in that moment when he was saying it. But mm-hmm. oh no, yeah, you was right there. I was just like, bro, you, are you, you astro projected? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I was like, oh, some it's, whiteness. Being a black person is like, it's it's on two different sides. So you have people that hate you. That yeah. don't see you as a person, and then you have people that are on this weird, like, mythical creature fetishization shit. 
that don't see you as a person because they see you as like this unique thing that they're never around. So then they're that's weird too. That's mm-hmm. like I just rather you just be racist, nigga, so I don't have to be nice to you. <laughs> Cause like you can't be mean to those people either. They're just weird. Cause right. they don't they're not around black people like that. Or they're around one and they think the things they do around that one black person they can say or do around you. And it's like I don't know that nigga. Right. It, it is I it, don't know that it nigga. is to me, I mean it kinda both they both kind of fall into some weird like racist type of behavior. Exactly. Right? So it's like one group wants you around only to mistreat you in a way, right? Or they don't want to exclude you. Right, exactly. And the other group just going to exclude you. Don't want you around <laughs> at all, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you can't really win either way because both spaces center whiteness. Exactly. You know? No, nah, that definitely centers yeah. whiteness because it's just like, I'm the main character in this story and you're like this thing I'm fascinated with. Yeah, infatuated with you. It's weird. Infatuated. There's only so many white people like in the middle of that spectrum. One of the 40 of them is on this podcast. Right, right, right. <laughs> of the 40? Right. Bro, it take 32 <laughs> niggas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it No, it take 32 cool. For every 32 white people, there's one cool one. Okay? It take 32. Damn. It took us 30. I'm a unicorn? <laughs> oh, yeah, y'all the majority, so you know the numbers unicorn? is high. You, you might be being nice with that. <laughs> 30, 32 is pushed. 132. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. Because all the cool white people come to my comedy shows. Yeah. Right. They do. Hell yeah, man. Our shows. Click that link. They're clicking that link. Pull up in the shirt, too, goddammit. Pull up in the shirt. Yeah, subscribe. Y-H-T-B-H. And if you can't even get the shirt, make a shirt. That's real. You know, show your love. Make a shirt. Make make some merch for it. Right on some cardboard, goddamn it. Treat this shit like a protest, nigga. Fuck it. Like a, <laughs> or, or a wrestling match. <laughs> Hell no. We won't go. Y'all had to be here. Either way. <laughs> put just write YHTBH and then put we not live streaming shit and just hold that shit up. Bro, so I, just to tune in on my side of what y'all are talking about. Like I've had, you know, being a comedian, I'm sure we've all had the version of this. Yeah. Like, oh, your comedians, they think they can say like weird, offensive shit mm-hmm. around you, like it's funny. Y'all don't know, as a white comedian, I got other white people yep. like, oh, you're a comedian, and just Get say like, outly racist shit yeah. to me. I bet. And I'm like, oh yeah, you ne- you don't you never seen my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. no, I'm not. I'm not. Schultz, I'm not Rogan, man. You gotta check out what I do because you talking to the wrong dude right now. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, oh, no, no, no. I'm just like, that's it. What that's... the fuck are you talking? I'll like say it to people's face, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. They're like, what? Oh, oh shit, he's oh, not I'm one just, of us. I'm just joking. I'm yeah. like, yeah. no, that's not yeah. funny, bro. Yeah, you're you not joking. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've I've had a bit about it. How I've had like white friends that use the N word around me, and I'm like, don't say that shit. And they're like, oh, I only say it to you. You're, you're, you're yeah, like my, what the hell? You're, you're, you're my blackest my white black, friend. You're like my black white friend. I'm like, I'm white, so don't say it to me. Don't say it. Oh, don't say it, say it, you. it period. <laughs> don't say it, period. You're going to hell. Like, uh, God hears you. Yeah. I only say it to you. Wait, like, nigga, why, why me? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I want to hear that shit. What the fuck? Wait, wait, wait till you get famous. Shit going to get even weirder, bro. Oh, like, yeah. Talking a little dicky, bro. Yeah. It, it, regard, if you're a white person and you get famous, you're going to have white fans because- Right. With celebrity, the first thing people look at is how you look and they associate. So like yeah, in relation to them, in relation to them, yeah. it's like this mm-hmm. person looks like me and they're successful. Mm-hmm. I'm already a fan. Yep. And then your content kind of determines how big of a fan they become. So imagine being a white person that's famous in rap. 
So now you're giving like all these white guys something to be excited about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, wait till you get famous, bro. It's gonna get even weirder. I swear, it's gonna get way weirder. Cause yeah, this you just look at the fans of any white rapper. It is not the place you want to be. The thing about being a fan too, like there's the ratio of like of uh, you know fans who can know how to like be chill versus fans who get too comfortable. Yeah, like oh, this shit is it's. And a usually, lot of fans get too comfortable. And usually that's male fans. Yeah. They get way right. too comfortable. Right. Yeah, they'll say or do some shit. We're like, well, you got to tell them, oh, like, whoa, nigga, like, I, I don't understand where you got that from about me, but that's not what the fuck I'm about. Or Bro, like, so I was at the Hollywood Improv last night, and my homie Jay Washington was hosting the show mm-hmm. in the last. Shout out, Jay. Super and funny. we're chilling with him, with one of the bookers, and this lady that was at the show comes up to him show's been over she goes hey just want to say like you did a great job hosting you were so funny like okay she goes so uh, i'm here with my husband so i start being like okay what let is me get this, the fuck away from what's here. this about to be about? oh shit so she's like oh, i'm here with my husband and we're about to well no i'm here with my fiance and we're about to get married soon and she was like and the guy we want oh, the guy we want to be the best man or a groomsman is here and we were wondering if like you could come up and like help us ask him and we all looked at her like what huh? And, she, mm-hmm. and he was like, what do you mean? She's like, you know, like in a funny way. And that's the thing. Like people come up to comedians and think we just going to pull like funny out our ass crack or some shit. Oh. And it's like this lady express, like expected this nigga to work off the clock because he was funny on stage. Right. What if that's the only place I want to be funny? What if I want to be serious or just be a human when I get off the stage? You know what I'm saying? Nobody asked the nigga that shells products at Target to do that shit when he at Walmart. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it was just weird. And he was like, "No, I'm like I've been working all night. I'm just gonna chill." And she was like, "Oh, okay." And she Sad. just walked off. Yeah, like, yeah, bitch, take that sadness what? with you. It was like, "Ask me that dumbass shit." You didn't, you didn't pay me to do that. You paid That's for a weird. ticket to the show. I gave you a good show. Take a picture. Say what's up. Go home. Like, but she was like, "Can you ask my groom, like my husband's groomsman, to be a groomsman in the wedding or whatever?" It was just weird. And they were like standing over there, like waiting. And it's like, what was that nigga gonna do? Walk over and be like, "Hey, I don't know you, bro, but uh, you want to be in these niggas' wedding? You want to be a part right. of the biggest? You want to be a part of the biggest mistake they' about to make? Right? <laughs> the biggest mistake. Right? It's like, you know what I got? You know what I can do for you? I'm gonna tell your husband, hey, stop being a bitch and ask your friend." <laughs> You know what? The nigga shouldn't be in your wedding because you can't even ask him. You ain't comfortable with him. It's not your friend, nigga. <laughs> Shit, be the best man at my wedding. I'm getting For married. Real. Next. For real. Like, nigga, ask your daddy to be in it. I don't know. Golly. It's just corny. I was cracking weird. up because when she said, like, me and my fiance was here, I was like, uh oh, this nigga about to get asked to be a third. Yeah, oh, shit. That's what I thought was happening. Yeah, you're not a real comedian until you've been asked to be in a threesome by uh, some audience members. <laughs> Bruh. Man, that shit. Audience you, members be doing the most. It's like y'all could sometimes. Some people be doing the most some weird shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> not the people that come to my shows. Y'all, hey. y'all are amazing. It's so amazing. So cool. People love to ask comedians. Oh, tell me a joke. You know, girls at the bar. Oh, your Hell can you tell no. me a joke. Honestly, Mark is the only per- only comic I know who just always does this. Shit. You do? Yeah, Not I'm, always, but he'll 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 be more readily available to Marcus just do it because he don't. He's like, oh, all right, I'll me get a joke off. I, I, let me pull out a new I, joke I, I haven't grown, tried yet. Like I went into phases out of it, you know, because you you bro, you've been doing this for a while, so it's yeah. like at first I hated moment. to hear it, and then it kind of yeah. like throws you off your square because it's like if you first start doing stand up, it's like oh shit, you know, people want to ask, yeah. and then it was just like no. 
No, I ain't got no joke. I, ain't. I said, and then no. it was like, Quick, no. and then it got to the point where I was like, all right, well, what you really tested me? What type of joke you want to hear? Yeah, that's what. And then it'd be like, say. oh, I want to hear uh, like a, a dirty joke. I, I, I say a joke, and I want to hear clean. I, I say a joke, but you know, it's just like. It was really just to be like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got a joke. Now what? Now Let me hear a dirty what? joke. I farted three seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. And we both standing in. <laughs> you smell it? Yeah. That shit funny to me. <laughs> Let me hear a clean joke. You need to go clean your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like uh now I'm now I just take um Fucking Mario, uh, not Mario. Roger, I take Roger Lopez is uh, excuse now. What people be like? You do stand up? I'm like, nah, but I respect it. I <laughs> know <laughs> 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 nah, I don't. I, I respect uh, it. I respect. It. I love what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I love what they do. Y'all want to do what we was talking about outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What you got? So, so. We were ta- I talked to some people that are fans of the show, and they were like, yo, it'd be cool if y'all did segments. So we're going to start doing this game called The Segment. So basically, we're going to put like a timer up, and it's going to go off at some time. At some time, We went over it. It was supposed to go off at 20 minutes. But at some point between 20 and 40 minutes, a thing will go off and say, we're going to do The Segment. And so basically, one of us has to come up with a segment on the fly whenever the timer goes off and we have to do this segment so there'll be different segments every episode will never be the same so uh who got a segment if you had to sell drugs to save your mama's life which which drug would you pick and why what would this segment be called? You gonna save your mama yeah, or, you or no? <laughs> <laughs> this week's segment. You gonna save your mama or no? Nah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga. Uh, you gonna save your mama or no? <laughs> yeah. Don't let your mama see this shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Nigga. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I've sold drugs before, so if I said no, I'd be a piece of shit. Yep. I've sold drugs for no reason, so to not do it to save my mom, yeah. I'd be a piece of shit. It can't be weed either. It can't be weed. Um, Let's see. It can't be weed? No, it can't be weed. All right. Yeah. I, I sell Molly. Okay. Because it keeps people happy. Yeah. And then you, all you got to do is just go to a music festival. That's Think about real. it. The $300, the $300 you spend on a music festival is just an investment on getting a client. You know what I'm saying? A whole client database. So while while fucking uh Bad Bunny is going crazy, you gonna sell a bunch of pills. So and then what am I saving my mom from? <laughs> I don't know life. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that could be anything. It could be anything, nigga. It don't matter, nigga. Shit's <laughs> yeah. fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, I I try to I try to it, my drug dealing would be like when uh. The car pulls up in the driveway. You got to get the groceries. I, you know, you get all as many groceries as you can. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I say music festival. I try to get unload all that shit in one night, bro. I ain't trying to do this for a whole year. You all know that saying? shit. So yeah, my my drug dealer movie would be one night and it'd be over. <laughs> okay, look. Okay, I gotta update. I gotta update the the stipulation. You gotta save your mom from a rehearsal that is driving her absolutely insane. She's doing a rehearsal for like. Toward like you died, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, baby, 
<laughs> and she don't know they actors, and she just stuck oh in this gosh, world. Oh and Nathan Nathan Field Fielder is holding a ransom. Yeah, she's stuck in this fake world oh until God. you sell these. I'd be drugs. so mad if my mom uh, met Nathan Fielder because basically he's meeting these people off of uh, Craigslist. Yeah, like, why your old ass on this website? I told your ass to stop <laughs> getting on Craigslist, <laughs> Facebook Marketplace, and that's it. Yo, that would be funny though. Of uh, I mean, it's it's so many ways that should be funny. First, your mom meets Nathan before you, you know, right. <laughs> some shit, right? And then the rehearsal is her telling her son that she wants to do stand up. So they just oh get my her God. ready, bro. <laughs> they bring you to a comedy club. They got all these other nows to play. <laughs> I'm like, hey. Why, why, why the hell is uh, what's his nigga's name? What's the nigga's name that look like me? Oh, who? I can't remember his name. Oh, oh I'll be like, why, why the fuck is Denny Love in this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that nigga last night at the improv. That's funny. And Darren's like pointing at us, like, man, hell no, y'all niggas looking like y'all cool. <laughs> like, why the fuck? And Denny like, hey man, I just answered the casting call. That's all it was. God damn. I'd be mad as hell if my mom did stand up. My mom loves to say that shit. She'll be like, "Maybe I should do stand up." I'm like, "What are you trying to say?" I'm a heckle. Boo! Like, I'll heckle. You just lose your appetite a little bit anytime like, your mom say that. Is that an insult? Is she roasting me? Maybe I'll do stand up. Like she doesn't take it serious. Right. If, I, if my mom did stand up, I would go to just heckle. Yeah. Damn. I s- I'd be like, "Yeah, you look like you ain't got that McDonald's money now on stage." <laughs> I wouldn't want to go, but I would go. She probably asked me to take pictures yeah, and make, and make me feel bad. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Boo, can you just like take pictures, please? There ain't nobody else that's gonna do it, and you know what you're doing. <laughs> <sighs> this is my first time. You've been do you did this before? You did this before. Please come on, help me. Come on. What if your mom started doing stand up and then she got on like America's Got Talent and became hella famous and shit? Would you open for her? See, no. I have too much pride. Yeah, I, I don't think mom, I wouldn't be able to open up for my mom. Like, look, but just don't don't say that joke, okay? Right. She be oh, trying to like police. Yeah, don't talk about drugs. Don't talk about sex. Don't talk like, about right. pussy. I don't want to hear that stuff. You know, it's just mm, everybody think it's about funny. me. Yeah. Right. Don't say nothing about me. Oh. Cause y'all uh, y'all will see this once y'all have like a set go like public public. Now my mom looking at my Comedy Central says, so why why did you do that one? And I'm like, <laughs> you don't th- cause like when you doing shit, you're not thinking about like what is the woman that gave birth to me gonna think about this joke? You just doing the joke because right. you want to be funny. Yeah. Right. And now it's out there for millions of people to see it, and then and she, she know that too. Exactly. And she's like, oh, so you you really be doing? She's like, do you really be doing this stuff in your jokes? I just be lying. I'm like, nah, ma, it's all made up. No, <laughs> just nah, a character. Man, we, just a character. I just, right. I just be up there fooling. That ain't me. I don't do none of that shit. I don't even know what OnlyFans is. Exactly. <laughs> That's me, Liz Epstein. Right. I, you know what? <laughs> um, my mom passed away, so I would sell any drug available to bring her back. I'll sell damn, fentanyl. I'll just. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's real though. I can't even fault you on that shit. Nah, 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 nah. But uh, as far as the comic, bro, my mom was funny as fuck. Yeah, I think, I think she could be a comedian. Yeah. Like, and as much as I would hate it. Nigga, I would hate to put her in all this work and then she just fucking come out with a special. I probably would have to open up for her fuck ass. <laughs> no, but she was she was funny, bro. She had these weird ass, like not weird, but she had these funny sayings, like anytime somebody like was like anytime someone would bring her some shit or like some bullshit or a lie, 
She would be like, whoever paid you that, you need to go back and get your change. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like a, a, a Nino Brown saying. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Get people like, or, or it'd be like, well, how'd you figure that? I figured like a nigga with a horse named Trigger want to ride. You're going to get shot, basically. You're going to get shot. Your ass going to get shot. That's hilarious. Damn. Sell them drugs, man. Yeah, yeah, I would sell them drugs. But, uh, jeez, man. What, what else is My uh, mom is a sweet lady. She, uh, the funny, she does not have the funny bone, though. <laughs> she does not. Love her to death, though. Yeah, my mom, she, she all right. <laughs> she all right. She can do three minutes. Yeah, she, she can, can do, do three minutes. Nah, my mom would oh, get up there man. and start crying and shit because she so happy and proud. Like, <laughs> at the end of her set. <laughs> and I had to get up like, oh, come on. Me. You running the light, mom. Get, Come on. Y'all say, say thank you. I just, I appreciate God bless everybody. <laughs> I'm like, oh, y'all, give it up for my mama. Jeez, this campaign crying got everybody. Cause she's short Man. too, so they gonna feel it. My mom could pray for everybody though. She can pray. Uh, I give her that. She, she can pray. She can Open up pray. the show with the prayer. She, damn, she definitely she run the light praying. Yeah. Everybody, like, damn, she killed that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not a vibe killed for the rest of the show. <laughs> she killed that shit. Don't get up here and because of now. That's what I'm saying. I can't get up here and talk about pussy if you pray before the show. <laughs> Say the prayer after when everybody go home and drive. Exactly. Asking for forgiveness before you go up. <laughs> Forgive my son for his dirty words. He's going to get up here and say something crazy, Lord, but please, you know, something wrong with him. Uh, no, my mom really does be saying maybe I should do comedy, and she'll call me with, like, I was in the line at the grocery store. Oh, for real? And, and this lady said this, and I said that, and everybody was laughing in the line. I'm like, okay. So you Everyone should, was laughing in the like, line. She's like, either you should put that in your comedy, or I'm going to start doing comedy. Oh, like, shit. Is that a threat, Ma? That's a threat. <laughs> that was, is. I was going to say that should be a segment. You ever have a family member come up to me like, hey, put this in your jokes. Put, put this in your jokes. <laughs> Y'all ever have somebody come up to you? I don't remember any of them because the I try to make. specific. Yeah. Like, talk about y'all had to be here. Like, yeah. that is the most, like, Oh, I picked up the turkey leg on Thanksgiving, and it, like the meat falls off the bone, and somebody's like, "Oh, meat off the bone, slide it right off, caught it slippery, right?" <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, Arthur, Arthur, you got to put that in your stand up." Put that in your skin. How the fuck you think I'm gonna set up the whole situation? I'll be trying to forget that shit immediately. Like, nigga, erase this, erase this, erase this, <laughs> erase this. Control Alt Delete. Control Alt Delete, and then I'm going to the trash. Open that shit, and then permanently delete. But I'll make a joke about how you just told me I should make a joke about that. Uh. And then now, now you are in my material. Uh. Everyone in my family is like, "You can make fun of me if you want to." Yeah, I'm your uncle. I know I'm goofy. Come on, if if you want to be a joke, I'm not gonna make you turn me in joke. I'm like, there's no joke. Just be yourself. Because like uh, my my great aunt. And great uncle, they just renewed their vows. They've been married for thirty nine years, and we uh we did like a family party for them a couple weeks ago. And like one of the family members came up to me <clears throat> at the end of the thing was like, "You're not gonna put this in your jokes." And I was like, "What? That we just had a wonderful, beautiful time, nigga? <laughs> there was nothing right. funny about this right. shit." It'd be like a like a segue, like, "Yeah, man, I uh, had a good time last week with my uncles and them." <laughs> right? Like, ain't nobody go, We had a good time, a positive, healthy time as a family. That ain't funny. <laughs> Right. Now, if I, if I tell these niggas what you was doing last week, <laughs> now that would be a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, family got to realize there's a lot of shit that we don't say about y'all ass. Exactly. Yeah. And y'all lucky. Right. Like the shit you don't want me to put in the a, jokes, especially the shit that really pisses me off. Like. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. 
I don't know why, but people think when I'm mad, like they think that shit is so funny, and it's just like <laughs> I know I could just use that shit. And... Oh, wait, real like genuine anger is might be the funniest. There's nothing funnier uh-huh. than actually being mad. People, somebody something. pissed off, yeah. yeah. Somebody pissed off, or irritated, and then like re- remembering every detail about that shit, like <laughs> that shit hit. So y'all see that uh, the pastors challenging D.L. Hughley to for what a fight? Oh, he want to fight? Is it the same talk- pastor yeah, that we were looking pastor. at a couple weeks ago? D.L. Hughley was talking shit. D.L. Hughley ain't fit to fight. He be passing out on stools Old and shit. Old man Hughley, we need to hear what he got to say since he need ratings, right? Yo, he's, yo, wait till y'all hear this interview. I'm sitting there like, yo, bro, what, what is, I see brother. He turned it I said, yo, I, I actually like you, man. I watch your movies, you know? And he was, ah, like, a little, like a little girl. Like, ah, like a little chihuahua. I'm like, whoa, 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 brother, brother. Take it easy. But at the end of the day, he needs ratings, y'all. So, uh, DL Little Man Hughley, I challenge you in a boxing ring, right, tough guy? I don't want to hear you don't box because if your mouth is big, let's get in the ring. I ain't going to hurt you. I'm going to knock you out in the name of Jesus. I promise you. Hell no. I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to knock you out in the first ring. In the name of 1,000%. You can run. You can do whatever you want to do. But since you're a womanizer, Right? Since you're a womanizer, since you claim, since you since you confirm that you're a liar, I'm gonna knock you out. Alright? So DL Lil Man Hughley, you always sitting here running around. You can't joke on me. You can't joke on me. You cannot joke on me. Man, so man, put the cigar down. Train for 60 days. If you want 90 days, let's set it up. I'll put up a million. Me and my team will put up a million dollars right now. Hell right? Because nah. you since you tough and everybody wants to see it talking about you clout chasing. No, it ain't about no clout chasing. It's about I'm real. I'm from Brooklyn. Bruh, every, I don't everybody know how y'all needs feel to leave about Brooklyn. Like if you got a million dollars, I'm paying tithes and offering. So you can go fight some nigga? <laughs> hey bro. What the fuck? Will Smith ruined everything. Oh yeah. I got I, I blame Will Smith for that moment. Like you, if you're challenging a comedian to a fight. You didn't. You, didn't, you lost. Yeah, you already lost. It's just you didn't get it. Go fight you them niggas that robbed you. For real. Why didn't you real. fight them? Put a million exactly. up. Put a million on their head, nigga. In For the real. name of the Lord. DL's first tweet was like, "What type of pastor got a million dollars?" <laughs> 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 I'll put up a million. Why do you? What? What are you doing? Oh my. He's smart. He said 90 days. He know he's not going to be relevant in three months, so the fight will just pop up. Yep. He's smart. He's a marketer. He said, fuck selling drugs to save my mama. I'm about to sell Jesus and God. That's what they do. They sell Jesus. get up there with T.D. Jakes and Joel Osteen. There was that other preacher that got mad at the congregation. I was like, my money, your money ain't good for me. I ain't good enough for y'all money. I yeah. ain't good enough for your Fendi. You got me. Y'all busted and disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh my God. <laughs> he was naming all for a watch last year. They got the watch at Ross. Y'all could have got the watch for me. <laughs> hey, nobody got me the watch yet. <laughs> this nigga was naming everything that he was going to buy with day money, nigga. <laughs> Bro, oh, these. Was crazy. This nigga was like, he had to be in his early 30s. Here it is. Like. Bro, you young. See, that's how I know you still poor, broke, busted, and disgusted because of how you've been honoring me. Poor, broke, busted, and disgusted. Because how you've been honoring me. I'm not worth your McDonald's money. Hell no. No, you're not, nigga. McDouble's good as fuck. I'm not worth fuck your Red you. Lobster money. Red Lobster? Hey, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, nigga. Yeah. I ain't worth your St. John Nick. Y'all can't <laughs> afford it, no how. 
Damn. See, I'm swinging. I ain't worth y'all Louis Vuitton. My grandma. I ain't worth your Prada. Her last check. I'm not worth your Gucci. Who's saying come on, Pastor? Bro. Mother, who I'm church. saying this, and I promise you, Deaconine is not with respect of want. I'm saying it because I want you to understand just what God is saying. I even found out God that Mavado, you can buy a Mavado watch in Sam's. Yes, you God. can. God said And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. <laughs> Yo, this sounds like an abusive dad. That's nigga. That literally looked like a sketch on a TV show. <laughs> Straight up. Like if you wrote that in a show, bro, that should be hilarious. Yeah, like if I pitched that on in the it's day writers Sunday, room, they'd be like, "That's more Miller Whitehead and his wife." Uh, nigga, hilarious. Man. That was that didn't feel like a sketch, and he was going in. This dude just roasted his whole congregation, called them busted, disgusted, said that y'all don't care about me. Like they all probably old too, nigga. They gotta be old. Oh, right, man. they don't even know what some of them brand names are. My grandma don't know what Gucci is. Fendi, what is that? Was that a car? Exactly. That's a car, ain't it? I'm not worth your McDonald's money. <laughs> we, we about to register. Y'all had to be here as a church. Nigga. Hell For yeah. Real. We're a religious. Yeah. Hey, a non-profit. Yeah. Organization. Mm. I'll teach you some shit. I don't know what. Cause my thing, how do you, like when he said, we'll, me and my team, we'll put a million dollars. Right. Up. Where is that coming from? That's Deacon uh, Brown. You talking about you and Deacon Brown? <laughs> Deacon <laughs> Brown is a hitman. <laughs> Y'all got a million dollars? Yeah, fuck that. We going to New York. I want to rob that church, nigga. Fuck it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> to, to the heights. That's crazy. You, yeah, there's no no reason, nigga. You still posted that video after you recorded that, and you said I put up a million dollars, like. Where where did you get a million dollars from? Right. He said um, people. His yeah, well yeah. He said he got real estate. His real estate business is going really well, you know, so that's okay. where he gets the okay. money from. <sighs> this nigga right. selling dope. I mean, I watch Orzart, so I know how you can funnel yeah. some money. This yeah. nigga funnel- <laughs> the church the church is a great idea. Like for real, that's a great idea. I learned yeah. that from Marty. That nigga walked out of the He's bought real estate like in that. people's brains. Yep, that's what happened. Oh, yeah, that's what now so the spirit, like scheduling out the fight, even talking about a fight, even acting like you want to talk about a fight is like enough of the building up clout and shit. And then you're like, all right, yeah, we we'll give yeah, it sixty, it ninety days. Months. So yeah, in three months from now, we'd be going into December talking about this goddamn. They preacher. could promote the fight, have tickets and sell and everything, and then just cancel that shit, right? He's like, oh, I think they're going to 600,000. Right. What a world we live in. It's weird. If Jesus was real, why the fuck that nigga ain't come down and fade these motherfuckers who be doing all this scandalous shit in his name? You, you just answered your own question. If he was real. Right. <laughs> Maybe he thinks it's funny. He think it's funny? He's like, well, look at this. Nigga's putting out mixtapes in my name. Crick. <laughs> <laughs> Christian rap. If you make Christian rap, you should go to hell. You fucking weird. Oh my god. Because think about it. Christian rap is so corny and bad. You driving people away from the Lord. <laughs> so you should go to hell. Right. That's hilarious. You ever see like Christian rap in your church and like one of the ladies get up and leave? Oh <laughs> 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 uh, shit. That's like the only time in church really like. Where it's like you feel comfortable to get up and leave too. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> don't let there be no announcements. Christian rap is atrocious, nigga. <laughs> it is. I've never heard Christian rap. Good. Bro, don't. Yeah, you ain't missing out. Bro, if you, if you have bars that don't have crime, something illegal, something about some big booties <laughs> and a couple N-words in it, I don't want to hear that bullshit. You know what? Like, um... <laughs> I want to hear a rap about you getting baptized. Hell no. <laughs> Fuck Duck my head in that holy water. <laughs> no, nah, because Christian rap to me sound like just white Christian music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Right. I like white church music. Yeah, that's what it sound like. Because uh, like, when I was in high school, there was a label called like 116. It was like a playoff of Bible verse. They had like a couple popular Christian rappers, mm-hmm. and they were like, and like John one one, <laughs> and like their their fan base was mostly white kids. And I'm you, signing and John and eleven sixteen, bro. <laughs> they really weren't. They got beef. I'm I'm Matthew one eleven, uh, bro. Instead of ten seventeen, yeah. and their, their fan base was mostly just white kids and youth groups at churches. Oh my gosh, brainwashing yeah. these kids. Bro. There was a church in the valley. Uh, <laughs> What is it on the hill? You live right by it on the hill. Shepherd of the hill. Shepherd of the hill. That's big as fuck. Shepherd of the hill used to go. Used to crack. And you nigga, we used to go up there all the time. Bruh, nigga. They, that church used to be popping. That church is huge. <laughs> yeah. they, they have a basketball Man, league. They had concerts in that bitch all the time. Bro, that church. Basketball league. What's that show on HBO? All like, the hoes went to Shepherd of oh, the hill. Uh, the righteous gemstones. Righteous yeah, gemstones. Yes, that's what it's like. <laughs> A super like one of That's the super show. That shit is huge, bro. Yeah, I love that show. It's like a few blocks. That shit big as fuck. The big church All in my the town. school girls went over there. <laughs> yeah, the, the big church in my town bought a school. Damn, that's like yeah. That's wild, <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn the school. Yeah, they bought a school. Like it's like these mega churches be on some shit, bro. It's crazy, like. It's the and then and then like uh, the amount of power you can get from working in these places. Oh yeah, so shit just gets covered up. It's crazy. So like, so like when you have like these, like when I I went to a Christian college and so it's crazy. This is predatory as fuck. So I went to Oral Roberts University. Across the street is the biggest mega church in the town. Uh, it's called Victory, and uh, so literally. They like part of it. If you're at a Christian college, they like encourage like, oh, all the students should go to college, should go to a church. And so there's one, and a lot of people don't have cars. They live on campus. There's one right across the street, and it's this big mega church and shit. And like they had a lot of stuff they were covering up at that church and everything. But like a lot of people were like, oh, I feel like I need to go to church, and this is my only option. So I'll just walk across the street and go here. Mm. And yeah, they Google Victory Church Tulsa scandal. (laughs) A lot of shit will come up. Wow. But it's just like mega churches. It's like uh, it's like these like streaming services. Like it, the quality or what you're doing doesn't matter. You just want a bunch. You just want a bunch of people subscribe to your thing. So that's right. why a mega church is like a streaming service in a way. Mm. I just need ten thousand people to believe in what the fuck <laughs> uh-huh. we doing, so we can get their money. And then, they, and then their kids will go here, and then their kids will get married and come Ooh. back and have kids, and it'll just keep going and going right. and going. One of the Got youth it. leaders are facing it. Eight years. Damn, this nigga Google that shit real quick. <laughs> Twenty twenty two, wow. nigga, you better use your phone, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Craziest shit, like you say, ten thousand followers. Like Jesus had twelve. Like they're the whole everything they're doing is based off Jesus, who had twelve followers, and they're like, you remember Jesus? Ten thousand people are like, take my money. That's crazy. 
And I remember like, so when that shit was going on, one of the pastors or whatever was like in jail for a minute and like somebody had to step down. So like their mom became like the head pastor at the church. Oh, she was terrible. Oh, mm. <laughs> like when she would walk up to get ready to preach, you would hear people just audibly go. <laughs> it was so funny. The whole building took a breath. <laughs> Nigga, I went to oh, that church hilarious. just to see how bad her sermon would be because I didn't have shit to, when it wasn't oh football season. Y'all used to go to watch her bomb. Yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I used to go to see this old white lady bomb at the church. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> that got to be a sin in itself to and, bomb and you in the Lord's name. Bro, right and you could tell, like, she would have, like, a little, she'd have something prepared, like a little bar she would say. She'd be smiling, and then she would say it. She'd think that shit didn't hit, and that shit just would not hit. And I'd be like, yeah, I'd be looking at her like, yeah, I know the back of your neck hot right yeah, now. Yeah, That guy behind her, like, bitch, how dare you make me look like this? <laughs> yeah, bro. They need preacher open mics to figure that shit out. Can't just. I wouldn't go up on a show with new material. I haven't even run this shit with, in front of other preachers. Hey, what if right, she was like, right. "That's funny." What if she's like in the middle of her preaching, she just stops and she's like, "Uh, you know what, y'all? The Lord has spoken to me. Uh, he told me I need to stop doing this shit." <laughs> I mean, she basically did oh, that. One sec, I'm getting a call from the Lord. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, after a few months, she stepped. She stepped down, and uh, they her son became the pastor. And I was like, "Damn, all right, well, I'm not coming here no more." Hell no! <laughs> yeah. I was hate watching this. That's shit. the cold part, because then half the congregation left after when she right, stepped nigga, down. I was at church hating, bro. That shit was fun. <laughs> nigga, ne- nepotism is even in religion. Jeez. Well, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like most churches, of like it's all the, the son becomes the, fam- the pastor. Family yeah, because yeah. that's that's literally what Righteous Gemstones is about. Like yep. they're battling over who's gonna be the next to take over when John Goodman's character. even getting into yeah. it with his uh, brother. Or right, like yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody, uncle. everybody wants to see. Because a pastor, you're a celebrity to a small community. Yeah, that's why they, they get got a million dollars. Probably weren't too far off to be in pastors. Well, no, I. <laughs> that's what I was going to be. Was right. Just, yeah. No. You. He already did. He already <laughs> did. He was already it. officially. He He's I, already did some. Pastors. I had a stint as a pastor. Like, hey, got to baptize some people already. Give <laughs> this nigga some money right now, bro. Tides and offerings. He's certified. Eight years old. Now this is like the Macaulay Culkin of pastors. <laughs> Literally, bro. It's like Doogie Howser. Yeah. Church alone. Yeah. Church eight, alone. Eight-year-old eight pastor, bro. That shit is crazy. Wow. And I'm just like, what was up with them? I got to figure out how to make a bit about this. But like, what was up? What was these adults on to listen to an eight-year-old talk for 30 minutes? Nigga, I don't want to listen to anybody under twenty five for no, more than ten minutes. They probably they probably had a raffle like, okay, whoever wins this raffle, you get to preach the next sermon. <laughs> and then it was like, all right, you got two weeks to write your sermon, and nobody could write shit. It was like, oh, right. uh, 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 no, you do it, little nigga. Right, exactly. You, you started you started uh, reading at two years old, nigga. You could do it. Yeah, they, was did make, it. they was trying to make I me think, the next pastor, nigga. Yeah, I think religion. You know, you get so inundated and like so delusion by whatever religion that you're in. You don't care who regurgitates it, right? And to have a a babe, have the, you know, the things out of the babe's mouth is like, you know, people like they, there's a couple of phrases, but it's like, you know, uh, the baby always steals the light from the preacher because the baby starts crying and like everyone pays it. So it's like anyone like youth to take a take advantage of youth. I mean, those are child labor laws. They basically take advantage. They get paid for that shit. Innocence and shit. But to have you like to have like this innocence young person speak on religion in like a volatile, like a really enthusiastic way is like, yeah, they feed on that. It's kind of like equivalent to like a black Trump supporter. You know, it's like, oh, we have look at 
this person who supports this thing isn't that really it's a novelty and that's really not and we'll champion that exactly because like, you put them in a suit and you put them in front of someone for our benefit and then it works but it's like i'm sure you've had plenty of requests and conversations as a youth outside of church that did not get answered you know or it was not you know so it's like they wouldn't pay attention at all to that shit you know so it's just like right you said we'll let you talk under this capacity as long as you saying what we want to hear you say and it's a novel it becomes like a novelty because it's like oh look everyone gather around it's like look at this young kid you know talk about god it's It's like venice beach look the lord is speaking to him (laughs) yeah circle around look at this look at this right here and then it helps with the other kids too right you said some real shit when you when uh you said like religion is like you're so into it like it doesn't matter who said that shit because that that and that's when you get to a point where like you don't question people's character anymore it's like treat religion like bad movies bro you turn that shit off after 10 minutes because the shit not good yeah Facts. Like I did with Day Whoa. Shift on Netflix the other day. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Like, yeah, it's just bad. And, and, it, and, it was corny. It, this is so corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but it's just like, yo, like, it, it, that's why like these guys are able to like hold power for so long, and they can do things to women, and nobody does anything about it because you don't care what he actually does. You just care he's peddling the narrative or the thing in your head you really want to believe. And so, like you said, like me being an eight year old kid and basically just repeating back the things they've been saying to me. One, it makes them feel like, Oh, we're doing a good job that a kid in our church can do this already. So we're doing good. So that was a pat on the back for them. It felt good to see me do that. And then, now after church, I'm sure parents were in the car with their kids. Like, why the fuck you ain't preaching? Some niggas probably oh, got their ass whooped. Right, right, for sure. I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> you gon' do that shit. You see, uh, Mr. Absent up there, bro. <laughs> 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 Mr. Absent, <laughs> that boy going. He going places. He going somewhere. I've been in that situation, like seeing, like you know, kids do stuff like Niles, and then my grandma be like, "Oh, you go. You need to do that. Oh, you need to be better." I remember one time. Malcolm in the Middle was on, and <laughs> <laughs> anything Nick, they don't care what it is, they're gonna bring it back bruh, to what you should be doing in church. <laughs> my grandma was like, "See," she was like, "You know, Malcolm's mom, <laughs> Malcolm's mom got mad about some shit, but she was like overreacting. She was like, see, see, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that.' I'm like, that shit is a joke, nigga. <laughs> Shut up! I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, I ain't gonna never put that show on around my grandma. Fuck that. That shit about to get me ass Malcolm in the middle shit. I used to like this shit. Hell yeah, I'm about to get ass with because Malcolm in the middle. What the fuck, nigga? Trying to compare me. Like, nigga, I'm gonna be me. That church shit, bro. That's crazy. You said, too, that the uh, church had bought a school. Nigga, my church, Calvary Baptist Church in Pacoima. They have public school on the church grounds. But it's known that you will get your motherfucking ass whooped, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. At the church, really? but then even at the school. Like Wow. Yeah, I, one time I had a lady put her hands on me at church. And it was a day we were like, uh, we were, it's before we would go to children's church. We went to go get snacks and everything before we would go to, we had children's church. And then we would go get snacks and then we would go to our classrooms. And so none of my friends are there this day. And I'm just chilling. And this lady's like, everybody be quiet, be quiet. And it's probably like 50 kids in there. And so I'm just chilling. I'm literally like leaning up against the table. I was just cooling by myself. And then uh, she's like, didn't I say be quiet? She walks straight up to me. She grabs me. Didn't I say be quiet? Bro, and I like push her off me like, yo, get the fuck off me. What the fuck? I was probably like eight. 
Then she like grabbed my face. You know, she like I think she grabbed my face first and I pushed her. Then she grabbed my arm real hard and I really pushed her. Off I'm like, yo, get the what? Like, bro, you're not about to put your fucking hands on me. So I left, went and grabbed my sister. My sister, I think she was like maybe almost almost 18 at the time. And she was about to put the paws on this lady. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's that's the other thing about church is like adults feel like, oh, this is like a sense of community. So if a kid is acting out, I yeah. can just grab him. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever. Yeah, hell yeah. no. Nah. Don't yeah. grab me. Everyone think they got agency over the youth. Yeah. Everyone, hell all yeah. the adults basically. And that's, that. and that's the thing, especially in the black community we got to get out of is like, Treating children like they don't have agency, that they're not a person with their yeah, own feelings, that and you don't like have that. no say. Because like that, if I if I ever mis- make the mistake and have a child, um, <laughs> shit, I'll never tell my kid that you got to respect all adults and shit like that. Right? Some right. adults no, no, don't no. deserve a respect. Lot of, yeah, a lot no, of these no. old niggas don't know what they're doing. Yeah, you know how many stupid ass adults we know. Right. And so, and it also like kids, like especially black kids, like. You ain't got to hug every adult and shake every adult's hand. If they make you feel uncomfortable, you ain't got to do that shit. Yeah, and so it's no. like, I, don't, I think church is one of those things where we put kids in there and like uh, make it's like this, you got to show everybody respect and say yes to everything and all this mm, kind of right. stuff. And like, no, because that's how that kind of like the shit, the story you just told, that's why she felt like she could do that because yeah. some other kids she did that to just let her do just that. Just let shit. her do it. I had, yeah. I had like, uh, I had too many ass whoopings and like, you know, getting a lot of ass whoopings, you start envisioning like, okay, I know I can't hit my grandma back, but if I could, I will whoop her motherfucking. <laughs> I ain't even deserve that whooping that time. What the right, fuck? Because so, then you get Bro, the preemptive it, ass hell whoopings. Yeah. I had like eight, you know, shit give you like PTSD. So it motherfuckers do. put their hands on me. I'm like, yo, don't put your motherfucking hand, nigga. Right. I will it lose do. my mind. Like, don't. Yeah, you ain't every, about to do that. I mean, like, I was like that as a kid, you know? Yeah, every, every kid has that one whooping. You just sit in your room like, now why did they do that? Yep. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Nah, fuck. Why they do that? You be like, I should kill everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, what if I burn the house down? Yeah. Like they well, didn't have I'll to burn the house down and leave this mother. They didn't have to do me like that. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I one time I I tossed a paper plate of food at the garbage and I missed and it hit the wall, <laughs> and I, I literally went oops and turned around. <gasps> oh, bow. they thought you I did it on purpose. I, I, they thought I was trying to make a make a mess. I just turn around like, uh oh! I hope nobody saw that. Damn, mm-hmm. and that that hit like when you really like. I remember I was doing shrooms and I was just really like breaking it down. Like hitting kids is wild, it's bro. Because is. there's actually no good reason that you can real argument you can bring up for it. And then also as adults, if we're getting people ready to be productive members of society, in what in what industry or anything do we ever settle? Disputes, problems, or any miscommunication with hitting each other. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's why. Right. So like, I was telling somebody. I was telling somebody that was like, "Yeah, man, I spank my kids." I was like, "All right. Well, the next time you go to work and you fuck up, your boss should get to slap you in your face. How you right. feel about that?" He's like, right. "No, I wouldn't let that happen." All yeah. right, then what? Right. So because you've just lived on the earth longer and your balls dropped, you don't get hit for making a mistake. Right. No, nah, bro. Like that's crazy. Yeah, like it is. they're little people. Right. And they've only been on right. the earth for so long. Well, we tend to mistreat things that are more vulnerable. Exactly. Right. Kids are yeah. way more vulnerable than than we are. And it's like, well, I like what uh Dr. Quest Wilson says. She was like, children need more lap time instead of slap time. Yes. So oh, yeah. they need to actually be talked to, have a conversation, like see where they're at. Figure out who, who they, they are. They exactly. Really, Letting them have their autonomy. What, they only know what you've taught them. Yes. Right. So if you're going to hit a kid because they didn't do the right thing, like you didn't teach them. And yeah. I think literally the they're responding to what you taught them. I think the hitting, some of the hitting shit comes into like, 
because I mean, and, and there's multiple reasons, but because like the relationship between you know children and parents is, is you know the hierarchy and it's it's already strenuous and stressed enough just through all the bullshit. Know. Yeah, yeah. Parents but, uh, not on communication. And it's almost like children have been put in a position of like being uh, an accessory or a product. Yes. As opposed to like family and community, right? Mm. So hitting a kid is equivalent to like fucking hitting a TV and trying to fix it. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> no, that's that's so real because we don't we don't treat children like as part of our community. They're like this this thing, you know. And so, like, when we and and then part of it is like the society we live in with like capitalism. Like, there's hierarchies in everything you do. So, like, especially like in the black community with like slavery and like being you know oppressed and everything, black parents would come home and be like, "I don't get respect out there. For damn sure, I'm gonna get respected here." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm, so, projection. And, and so it's just like as a society, people at the top oppress. And now you, now oppress, you have the mistreated, dishing out treatment, bro. It literally. <laughs> And mm-hmm. so, like, the top oppresses the middle class and the lower class. And so, because they make you feel like shit because they have hierarchy over you, whatever is in your home, you have to make feel the same way because you have to have a sense of I'm the man or I'm I'm on top. I'm the top of this hierarchy. So, yeah, you, you treat uh, your family like that. Yeah, because it's kind of like, well, when I go outside in the world, there's someone who's, you know, in charge of me. Right. So, when I'm in this establishment... There must be someone in charge of the everyone else. Exactly. You know, so it's like I gotta implement that type of right. power dynamic. When honestly, families work better. Nobody needs to be in charge per se. No, everybody just needs to get together and figure everything. Exactly. We out. need to all have our role that we play to make sure whatever is what we're trying to do gets done and we survive and live yeah, and live happy definitely. and all this kind of stuff. There'd be less stress. That's why too, I'd be like, I don't want to be in charge like nigga. Like I'm just let's just all do this shit. Exactly. You know no one I mean? should like, ever yeah. be in charge of anything. See, it's not. I don't mind the char- being someone taking the lead or being in charge. What I mind is that it being like as an expense to me, though. Right. Yeah. Like, don't let because like the, the people have different jobs. People rotate. Like people have different interests and shit like that. So that's cool. And people, some people, you know, you let people do what they're good at. You know, like you yeah, gotta let yeah. them take the lead. Exactly. But don't let that be something that takes away from my value mm-hmm. you know because there's yeah. gonna be a moment where shit changes right. and things the dynamic moves so it's just like how do we like assess value how do we value everyone equally yeah and like you know their labor and their work and like, their a, agency, team, like a team their full their of autonomy, point guards. you know their, their gender exactly <laughs> a huh. team full of points like, you run it real quick nigga i'm tired please <laughs> Well, so like the way they raise kids now is starting to change like i could see with my sisters like things i've never saw or heard as a kid so like when the kid mm-hmm. starts acting up they're like ask them like what's how, wrong what's yeah. wrong how are you feeling what are you feeling what feelings do you have and the biggest one a kid will do some shit like like what i did you throw a plate and it hits the wall and the parents i've never been asked that in my entire life they go arthur was that a good choice or a bad choice mm-hmm. i'm like that's just so like that's all literally all yeah. you do if you just slap them it's you screaming like bad choice bomb punishment. <laughs> just ask them a question was that a good choice or bad choice and every single time they'll be like bad choice yep. like why'd you it's do it crazy because i wanted attention because i didn't mean to yeah. because and then that's whatever. the opportunity to teach them a lesson like, and how do you feel now i don't feel good I, I wish i didn't do it okay so next time just don't do it it'll be okay that's all right. right and then don't do it they're right. smart as fuck yeah. man. they're smart hella smart because if you uh, if we only associate discipline with physical discipline you're only doing things so you don't get hit 
So you're not actually learning the lesson. You're just trying not to get caught. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so like, oh, yeah. I realized that like, I like, I like probably between seven and 12. I don't remember a day. I didn't get hit or spanked mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. That's real. But that did, I didn't learn any lessons from that shit. The lesson I learned was, all right, nigga, stop getting caught. Yep. And so in middle school and high school, I stopped getting caught. Yep. Teach you to start nigga, lying more. Nigga start, jack, start jacking off at nighttime. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur's behavior has changed. <laughs> He's going to bed early now. Uh, shit. Now, was jacking off a good choice or a bad choice? <laughs> always, always a good choice. It's a good choice. Hey, August 26th, baby. August 26th. Speaking of good choices. Yes. That's a good choice, yeah. That's a great choice to right. make. August 26th. September Hall, 28th? September. When are we doing this? September, September 23rd in LA. My bad. September 23rd <laughs> in LA. Yeah, August 26th. August 26th. Next week? Yeah, next week. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's a good choice because half the choices have already been made. Yeah. <laughs> half the tickets are gone. And by the time this episode is out and you hear this, more of the tickets are going to be gone. So... Don't yeah. miss out. This is and we're gonna be able to shoot an episode in New York. Yeah, yeah that's gonna be yeah. fun as fuck. Yeah, I cannot yeah. wait to get there. I just locked the podcast studio in, so we're gonna record an episode the day after the show. Can we smoke in there? Uh, nah, nigga, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I'll <laughs> this nigga sound like the introduce flame record. Nigga. Right. Uh, nigga, stop asking me all the time. Yeah, we can smoke yep, in there. Nigga, you see the hat? You see right. the hat? <laughs> shout out, shout out, Deuce Flame. Can we smoke in here? I got the merch on. Flame. You know what I'm saying? He going, he's going, he's going big on TikTok. He right going now. crazy yeah. on TikTok. Up right yeah, now. man, him and Sunrise, bro, he got Sunrise inspired. So Deuce Flame went eight hours fucking freestyling on Shit. TikTok the nigga other night, pre- and he was going in. So he was like, I can't even see the motherfucking screen, nigga. <laughs> bro, pretty soon he's gonna be rapping for forty days and forty nights, nigga. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time he's gonna have to work for the year, nigga. Sanskrit, nigga, <laughs> just gonna be speaking a whole other language in this bitch. Fuck. <laughs> Oh man! Well, hell yeah! We'll see y'all in Brooklyn, and the rest of y'all will see y'all on YouTube next week. Yep. Make sure you subscribe, like the video, comment, share, like the podcast, rate the podcast, get you some merch. Okay, get the merch. The shit is fresh, and yep. we got more shit coming. The link works. The oh. link works. And I want to give some homework. If you fuck with this show, I want to. I just want to. This is what we're gonna do. If you really fuck with this show. I want the goal to be share this show with one person. Please, just one. If everybody that listens to this show can share the show with one person, you know how crazy the numbers are going to be? Yeah. So share it with one person that you know likes funny niggas and Johnny. And <laughs> not that you're not funny, you just I was not a nigga. Say, I'm funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just a funny yeah, white yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, funny, bro. Thank you. And this show is gonna keep going, man. We really believe in it, and we're having fun doing it. So share it with one person that yeah. you respect and love. That would have a good time watching this. And hey, if you already got, and here's another thing: if you've got a ticket already for the Brooklyn show, convince one person to buy one more ticket. Yep. Convince one more friend to come with you, even if they don't get it right then and there. Tell them to get it at the door. Exactly. You know I mean? Shit. Look, Invite look, the, the the old nigga from your church that be telling you nasty jokes, not on Sunday. So he can see some real jokes. Yeah. So he'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop going to church because I, I could do what these niggas do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, shit. This was dope. This is great. Thank you guys for tuning in. To y'all have to be here. Catch us. Hit us up in the comment section where y'all want us to be. We gonna schedule out a whole tour section situation uh, next year, man. Y'all gonna see this shit live and in your face and whatnot. So 
Thank y'all for checking us out. Appreciate you guys leaving comments and all that. Follow us all on all the jazz and shit like that. Try not to scam us on fucking Cash App. And we'll see you guys later. Ain't gonna get me on Cash App. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>